Yeah. What's going on? What's going on? This is another episode of The Perspectives of a Cancer. I'm your host and show creator, Jalen Harris. And today we're coming back with another Freestyle Friday. Man, a lot of stuff to talk about, a lot of stuff on my mind. A lot of recent events that's been taking place that's been um, very, uh, what's the word? Catastrophic, um, eye-opening, and just stuff like that. Um, you know, there's been a lot of a, a lot of trauma lately going on in the world. You know, we've seen a lot of things uh, transpire, um, and you know, it's it's hard to really it's hard to really just be I don't know safe in this world when you see so many things happening and you don't know when certain things can happen. Um, I think that's the scary thing about life. You just never know when, you know, your life or other people's lives will just take a, you know, a, a turn. And, um, you know, again, there's been a lot of, a lot of things. If, you know, you, I'm alluding to um, the shooting in Buffalo, um, Buffalo, New York. Um, that was recently, um, you know, obviously that was a big thing. Um, I also saw something in uh, Patterson, New Jersey the other day um you know i was looking at on facebook and this is a video that you know I'll, I'll i'll break it down later as i go through the episode um i also want to actually talk about kendrick lamar's new album uh, a friend of mine actually was like you know you should talk you know you listen to all the new albums and you know you you know you should add that as a segment to your show so i was like all right i'm gonna talk about kendrick's album because you know, it's not your typical rap album. It's not your typical... He's not your typical artist. So I think to talk about his album and, and how, you know, basically he came back after five years exposing, you know, what he's been going through and stuff like that, what he's been through, what he's done. I think it'd be, you know, nice to talk about, you know what I'm saying? Um, especially after, you know, the things that I'm about to break or uh, go into... Um, in the early parts of this episode, so hope you stay tuned in. But um, yeah, let's talk about um, the shooting in Buffalo. So the shooting in Buffalo um, occurred, you know, sometime early. I want to say over the weekend, last weekend. Um, so an individual named Peyton, I think his name is Graydon or something like that. Um. Suppose he drove three hours to a, uh, a supermarket named Tops in Buffalo, and um, you know, basically video recorded the whole incident in terms of the massacre. Um, basically, killed ten black people um, in, in 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 cold murder, and it was. Um, obviously it was going up all over the internet. Um, you know, it was one of those things that just, it was hard to hear. And for, and for most people, most people watched it. I didn't personally, I I didn't watch it because that's not something I really want to see. That's not something that I really want to have, you know, heavy on my heart. And, you know, I don't want to see anybody die. I don't give, I I don't give a damn like what race you are, but to see black people go out the way that they did at the hands of an 18 year old white man um, is very, uh, is very, you know, disheartening. And uh, 
but again, it's 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 like it's crazy because again, you never know when your life is going to take a certain turn. You know, you got these people that are just going to the supermarket getting their groceries, or as what I've you know read about you know that particular place that that was just like you know the supermarket where people can just get together, talk for a little bit, say hi, you know, speak a few words, and go about their day. So you know, going to that uh, that that particular place. You know, he obviously calculated, you know, the entire move, you know, especially to drive three hours to really, you know, do what he did, you know. And uh, again, for someone to really be in that type of mindset, especially at the age of 18, I think it's, it's scary as hell because where does that come from? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's still it still um, puzzles me how racism comes about when it comes to, um, you know, other races in terms of like you know the generations are getting older you know so and we're we're all born in different times so I was like you know if you were born in the let's say the 60s and 70s and you know your generation before that was let's say the the 40s and 50s or maybe even the 30s yeah a lot of racism was prevalent back then but now it's like not to say that racism doesn't exist, that that would be oblivious, but it's like, you know, we're in a time and an era where everything is more open, where everything, people are more accepted, you know, races, genders, and, you know, everything else. And it's just like, I don't understand how people are just able to, like, either it's the parents putting the, the thoughts into their children or I don't know if the children are finding it on their own because of the internet and maybe they just feel like I don't like black people I don't like you know this particular uh, you know Indians I don't like Chinese I don't like like I don't understand where it comes from so I was like again like it's just alarming for you know again I, I think I've seen a couple of videos as well where some of his you know high school classmates were talking about him and he wasn't very talkative or you know he was very like they could tell that he was, you know, a racist individual. Um, and again, it's just like, where does that come from? Like, yeah, you could, they'll always put the, you know, he was mentally disturbed or something like that. That's just the the, the, the scapegoat, you know, and, and granted that could be true, but again, that's just the scapegoat, you know, for all individuals that are able to make it back into a police car and, and, and save hands and cuffs, you know what I'm saying? Make it to a jail cell, you know? But for the for the black individuals that get killed right there on the street, you know what I'm saying? We was the gangbangers, we was the hustlers, we was the drug dealers, we were the bad individual. When in, in truth and reality, we was the kid that, you know, got straight A's in, in school. We was the one that was out of trouble. We was the one that were the athletes and, you know, staying out of, you know, the 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 bad influences of our neighborhoods and stuff like that. But, you know, we won't live to tell our truth. You know what I'm saying? Cause they won't they won't let us live. They won't they won't let us to speak and get to trial and you know, but you know, white kids are able to kill as many people as they want. But they still gonna make it safely to that to that cop car, to that jail cell, to that to that, you know, that court date. And it's crazy. It's crazy. But it's it's just alarming, like I said. Like I, I and you know, I, I have a lot of mixed feelings in terms of just like that video being 
posted and, and viewed the way that it was. Like I when it when it dropped, I seen the link and I was like, you know, your first instinct is to say like, what is this? What link? Let me let me see what it is. But then when you when you start reading about it and I heard so many things about it, you know, before I even I think maybe even seen the video, and it was just like. I didn't want to see that. I just, I've seen too many. I've seen a few, not too many. I haven't, I don't watch all of them, but I've seen a few and it's, it's still scary. Like I remember, like I said, I think I had spoken with it on a previous episode. I think there was a couple years ago when the guy had pulled up to the curb and shot the old, the old black man a couple years ago and um, was recording the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's crazy how people, you know, just think to just really um, post and share their, their 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 darkest moments in a sense. Like I, and that's partially why I hate <laughs> I hate social media. It's like the devil because you know to be able to see that, to post that, record it. And, and, and really put it on front street so the whole world can see it's just like it's it's so disturbing you know what I'm saying like people actually enjoy recording stuff like that you know what I'm saying and again for that person that did what he did um, in Buffalo again it was calculated but he didn't care he didn't care you know what I'm saying he was a racist individual you know, he, 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 everything was premeditated, the drive, the location, you know what I'm saying? He, I think I seen the first couple seconds of him driving up to the supermarket before he, he got out the car. Then I shut off the video. So he was driving very patiently. He knew what was going to happen. He knew what was going to happen. He knew his mission and for someone to be that calm to do what he did that is the scariest part i think it's just you never know when that type of individual is going to be in your area when that type of individual is going to strike a move you know what i'm saying you know and again he could have been to that that location a couple times and i think he i think he was obviously so you know but he chose a day to really to really do what he did and it's just like you you hope you don't land on that day when someone is, you know, doing that type of activity. And uh, yeah, it's scary as hell. It's scary as hell for real. And and again, I just hate how that video just like blew up and everybody was just like posting it everywhere or whatever the case may be. But that's how the internet is nowadays. You just can't, everyone has to see what is being heard. You know what I'm saying? But you know, I, I had a friend tell me, you know, that, you know, the other way of looking at it is that, you know, they can't run from it. You know what I'm saying? So in a sense where, okay, yeah, it is being seen and nobody really wants to see that type of thing. It's there to be used as evidence. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, listen, like so-and-so killed X amount of people. You heard it. You're like, oh, that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn. But when you watch it, 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 it's, it, it really hurts you. It really hits you like, oh, wow, this is this is really what happened. And then, you know, again, like you, it can be used as evidence in the sense where it's like, OK, look, this is what he did. He recorded the entire thing. Y'all need to do something with this. So, you know, again, we'll see. 
you know, whenever the trial date is. And, you know, I, I try not to, I try not to put all the faith in, into the, the, the public system, you know, the court system. And I, I really, certain individuals have gotten off too many times and you just can't have faith in them no more. I don't be, I don't be shocked. I don't be surprised when certain things don't go the right way, not our way, the right way, you know? And, um, like I said, we'll see what happens, but going from that incident to another instance I saw on Facebook that I revealed that I actually did watch. So I was on Facebook yesterday, a young lady who happens to live in Patterson, New Jersey, um, had reposted a video of an incident that occurred in Patterson. Um, so I heard something like, all right, what's, what's this? Like, what's, what's really, I don't think this is a murder. So I'm like, all right, I'll watch it. So I'm watching the video play out and it was in like, I guess downtown Patterson, like, you know, on the main street area. And it was a bad car accident. I mean, bad car accident, like literally like, like I said, this is downtown, so this is a very populated area, you know, era, I mean, area, and everybody was on the sidewalk, so this one person was recording the video, one car had hit a pole, like, their car was damn near total, so then it was one car hit the pole, then there was another car, I think, next to it, so she's walking, the person that's recording, she sees one lady that's on the street, she's laying face down, Half her face is like either bloodied or whatever the hell it is. Like she's semi-conscious. Then she comes around the other car and to see that a wheel, the, the, the car was, so let's say like, let's put it like this. You're going down the street. The car was facing the sidewalk. Someone's head was stuck under the wheel, like literally under the wheel. Now, the person is recording this and, you know, obviously the cops are there. I'm not expecting her to call the cops, but she's literally recording this. And again, the ladies on the street, the cop finally comes and starts to, you know, push them aside. Like, you know, keep walking, keep walking. And you can see the background. You can see, you know, the other side of the street. Now, mind you, again, this is a main street. This is, you know, like a downtown area, main street. So the streets are wide. So you can see there's people that's literally standing right next to, there's the one lady that's actually standing next to the, 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 the vehicle that has the, the person under the wheel. And she's trying to look and then she's like, oh my gosh. And I'm like, why are you that close? Like you can see from afar, like what's really, what's really going on. So she's close to the, to the vehicle. Then another person's close to it. Then I can see on the other side of the street, they're, they're recording. They're recording the whole incident. So now the person that is, you know, the main video, she's standing there just recording this, right? Oh my gosh, oh my, oh. cops are trying to push them aside. So she walks back to the corner of the street. Like they, they pushed her up the block a little bit. She walks back. Eventually as more people come, she walks back to where the, the, the cars and the accident is to be in the same spot. And she's still recording. And I'm just sitting there watching this video like, I don't understand why you're recording this for so long. Why are you even recording this? You get what I'm saying? And I and 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 that's what was pissing me off. Then again, I see across the street again, and there's more people recording. There's more people just like, oh, yo. And then this one dude comes. He's like, yo, bro. Like, yo, this is, 
this is crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's trying to talk to somebody else about like what's going on, but it's not like a energy like yo, or this is like I'm sad, or I'm like I'm in a shock. It's like a excited energy. You get what I'm saying? Like yo, bro, bro. like like he has a story to tell. So. I, you know, of course, that's just the whole video, like just her going back and forth and walking up the block and recording and this and that. And I was like, bro, I'm I'm watching this. And I'm like, again, I'm like, why is she recording for this long? You get what I'm saying? Like, and I think as as a society, we have literally become numb to certain events like that. You get what I'm saying? Like. It's so easy to pull out a phone and just start start pressing record, putting it on Snapchat, putting it on Instagram for for whatever reason. I don't know. But I'm like, if you was laying in that street, semi-conscious, unconscious, whatever the case may be, hopefully still alive, you wouldn't want someone recording you. So why are you recording them? What like what's your purpose? What's the purpose? What do you get out of recording somebody that is damn near dead? Head is crushed under a freaking car. Someone that's laying in the street, face face is bloodied. Like, you know what I'm saying? I I, I don't I don't get how this world moves anymore. Like, it, our first reaction is just to record anything. We driving on the side of the highway. We can't mind our business enough. And I'm I'm you know I'm human I I'm a culprit to that too but you know we can't mind our business enough we could be on the other side of the highway the accident could be on the other side not even on our side our driving side north side you know we driving north the accident is going south but we 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 slowing down on the north side to look and see how bad the accident is and we slowing down traffic because we can't mind our business. And then the people that's closer on the south side, they they on southbound, you know what I'm saying? They they looking to record. Oh, drive slow. Let me see. Oh my gosh, the car done flipped over. It's on fire. Let me record it. And I, we have become so numb to these events. And I think that's the biggest thing that like ties the shooting in Buffalo and the, the, the video I've seen in Patterson. It's just like it's it's. It's it's crazy. It's scary to be in those events, but it's scary to see how people are reacting to them. You know what I'm saying? We're not taking the the shock value may be there, but it's it's so disrespectful to see how people are just recording these events and and how they're transpiring. And it's just like it, it was disrespectful for the shooter to do that. You know what I'm saying? It was all, but it was for me. It was also disrespectful for the woman, the lady, to record what was happening in Patterson. Because if you're gonna record something, record it, make it quick. Especially something like that. Record it, make it quick. Oh my gosh, look at this! Boom, whatever. The fact that the cop pushed her up the block, and she then proceeded to come back, still recording. Like, like they're not moving. They're not going nowhere. Why are you still recording? These people unconscious. Like I, I, I don't get it. Like they, they need medical attention. They need space. But you're literally on the curb just recording the dude twitching. He's literally twitching, stuck under a car. He can't do nothing about it. The insensitivity of just people is very alarming. Like it's, it's, it's crazy 
to really just watch these videos and, and be able to rewatch them. You know what I'm saying? Like these videos are not being taken down. These videos are not being, you know, banned across the country. No, you still are able to watch these videos. And it's, it's, it's crazy, bro. It's crazy. We literally have become so numb to this, man. And I'm just like, it, it, it hurts me because I'm like, it could be your family. It could be you. It could be someone that's close to you, your friends, you know what I'm saying? And you wouldn't want someone recording that, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's, I just find it so disrespectful when people are just doing that. And it's not necessarily, I don't, I don't think people are necessarily doing it for attention, but just that is the normal reaction. And that, since that has become the normal reaction, that is the part that messes me up because it's like, you know, if, if let's say the cops wasn't there already there, the first person, the first reaction we're going to have is to record. Oh my gosh, look at this. Boom. Instead of calling 911 to get them the medical, medical attention that they need. And that to me is where we have become numb, where we have become insensitive because it's like, if that's your first reaction, you are not human yourself. You are not caring for the other person. You, you're, you're, you're not putting yourself in, the, in, in their shoes. Now, obviously, you can't. You don't want to. But I'm just saying in terms of if you were in their shoes, you would want, the, you know, a medical attention or you would want, you know, the police called as soon as possible. But if someone wants to record their phones and then another person wants to record their phones and then and no one's calling, the, you know what I'm saying, the authorities, then it's like, what, what are we doing? What are we really doing here? And it's 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 alarming, man. It's very alarming. But you know, that's just how we are in society now. And again, you hate to see things like this trans, you know, transpire. You know, granted, and, and there are some benefits in terms of being able to use certain things as evidence, or you know, you can't cover up certain things because it's on video. You know, what I'm saying like the George Floyd incident. Um, you know, if that didn't, obviously if that wasn't recorded, then, you know, um, things wouldn't have went the way that they, they went, but it's still very alarming sometimes when a person could see someone that is damn near dead and their first reaction is to record. It's, 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 it's disrespectful. It's disrespectful, but that, but that's how society rolls now, so... I don't know. We got to do better, man. We got to do better for real cuz you know, we're and we're no different because our first re- our first reaction is to either repost it or re- or or watch it. You know what I'm saying? Like we don't have to watch it. You don't have to touch that video. You don't got to make it bigger than what it is, you know what I'm saying? But that's crazy. And it said that um in that Patterson incident there were one person dead and I think 10 injured. Um, 10, 10 were injured. So, um, supposedly the person hit a cop car that was, um, I guess parked Hit that hit another vehicle, hit a pole. So, and then end up hitting obviously other pedestrians on the side, which, you know, resulted in the 10 injured. So, um, yeah, it was pretty bad, but you want to go watch it for yourself is I'm pretty sure it's on Facebook somewhere. 
um and yeah so but yeah we just gotta do better as society man it's it's crazy to really um have to break in break that down and really talk about it like that but um yeah so now we're gonna turn it (laughs) we're gonna flip it's from a i guess a sad episode to really talk about this new music this new kendrick lamar album um like i said man kendrick lamar is a different type of artist man you know different type of caliber and i think it's only a few people i put him you know put in the same stratosphere as him in terms of being a creative in terms of album making um having an impact that he does with each release that he he comes with and i think he's one of the few people whose album is worth breaking down and and really trying to um understand like what he's saying you know um like i said like kanye like a like a um like a frank ocean a tyler creator maybe but kendrick to me kendrick and kanye are the best album makers of this generation and have been since since 2010 in my opinion um well, Kanye even before then, but really since 2010, I think, you know, we think about the generation that came up, you know, after Kanye came, like, I still think Kanye and Kendrick are the top two um, from just a creative and overall, you know, thematic standpoint when they make their albums. But, you know, Kendrick came through with the Mr. Morale and Big Steppers, um, you know, and he got, into, he got into a lot of deep stuff, you know, you know, talks about therapy talks about family issues, talk about cheating, talks about, you know, status in society, you know, cancel culture. Um, you know, he, he breaks all these things down and it's like, you know, for a guy that's been gone for five years, you, you, you this is what you wanted to hear, you know? So it's, and, but nah, it's crazy. Like, you know, you know, Kendrick talks about not being a savior and I think as society, we always, you know, we, we, we build people up to be um, higher than what they are, in a sense. You know, like, we, we, we look at a LeBron James. We look at a, at a again, a Kendrick Lamar. And we say, like, oh, we want to be like him. You know, he's he's he has a flawless record. You know, they they are, you know, remarkable, remarkable human beings. And no one can be duplicated. And, you know... But Kendrick is breaking down the barrier. Kendrick is, is saying, like, listen, I'm not the person you should be looking up to. I'm not the person that's going to save you. I'm not the person that, you know, is the perfect role model in a sense, right? Because even I was surprised when, you know, he's, like, talking about, like, how he cheated on his girlfriend with, you know, I guess, <laughs> white girls over the years and back in his good kid, Mad City days and wherever else, you know, you cheat on her, and, you know, she came to him saying, like, yo, you have a sex addiction, a sex addi- addiction, and, uh, he said that he lied, and, you know, she didn't believe him, gave him an option to go to therapy, you know, and he talks about that, and it's like, you know, that's a person that was his high school sweetheart, and, you know, I it's it's crazy. Like in Kendrick Lamar, you know, obviously, out of any of the you know rappers in the rap game, he's one of the few that's very, like I said, he wasn't into drugs and gang life. Like it was surrounding him, but that wasn't him. So he obviously he's a good dude. But it's like 
being a man, you know, is one of the hardest things to to be because it's like you want to be good sometimes, but other things and other influences just happen to take hold of you. Whether it was the fame, whether it was the exposure, whether it was just the amount of women he might have had available to him, eventually he succumbed to that. You know what I'm saying? And no matter how much he loved his girlfriend, you know, Beyonce at this point, I think, um, you know, you going on tour, you 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 got you at these shows, you at these hotels, and sometimes you got options and thinking you can get away with it and eventually it comes out it comes back to bite you and can't always be good all the time you know what i'm saying not to say that it's good to cheat what i'm just saying is it can happen to anybody it happened to jay-z and beyonce everybody was looking at them like oh my gosh da, 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 da. jay-z and beyonce they're the perfect couple they're 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 top tier <laughs> right they're top tier and oh boy was cheating on her with a white girl <laughs> Leave me alone, Becky. Right? So maybe the white girl is the man is black man's kryptonite. <laughs> it's like, nah, I ain't gonna go that far. But nah, like it's you know, like I said, just being a man. And and again, I'm not validating it. I'm just saying it can happen to anybody, you know. Um I'm trying to think who else. Obviously you look at, you know, Tristan Thompson is horrible, but um Anyway, but Kendrick Lamar, you know, being that the good the good guy that we felt that he was, it was alarming to hear that he cheated more than once on on his high school sweetheart, you know. And then again, going to therapy for you know what what she feels like what he has a, was a, as a uh, going to therapy for what she felt was a sex addiction for for him, you know what I'm saying and um. Obviously, being a father, you know what I'm saying, to his children, you know what I'm saying, he has a son and a daughter, and making sure he's the good father he can be for them, I think that's important. Um, I think that's another reason why she, you know, sent, gave him that option, because, you know, you don't want to break the family, but, you know, you realize, like, yo, this dude need help, and I think he had to rediscover himself. Um, at the same time, you know, he talks about... Um, his family becoming, I guess, different individuals. You know, he talks about his family, um, you know, two particular people that, I guess, I don't, I don't want to say the wrong term, um, you know, became, I guess, part of the trans family. Um, I guess that's the right way to say it. I don't know. But, you know, they they changed their sex. Let's put it like that. They changed their sex, you know what I'm saying, from... Um, I think he said his auntie is a man now. And uh, I forget the other one. But, you know, he talks about that, how it made him feel growing up. You know what I'm saying? How at first it was very uncomfortable for him to really be in the same car and have everybody looking at them when he was getting picked up from school or whatever the case may be but then eventually as he got older he learned to embrace them you know what i'm saying he stopped using certain terms um even though he says it in the song but you know he stopped saying certain terms to identify them as you know what i'm saying or not really them but really the whole community you know what i'm saying and um 
you know, he he adapted to them. He adapted himself and changed his, his mindset to really focus on his love for them. And I think that's what certain people, you know, should try to do. Like, you know, when you, when you have family members or friends that want to be a different version of themselves, you should, you know, not push them away, but embrace them. You know what I'm saying? Make sure they, they feel comfortable because essentially they're the same person. Essentially, they're the same, you know, individual. They just want to live life differently in the way that they feel will be best for them. You know what I'm saying? It's not the wrong with that. So, um, you know, it was good to hear him say that as well. Um, what else did he talk about? Uh, cancel culture. Um, I mean, cancel culture, you know, is something that, you know, as he puts it, it stops artists from being who they really want to be and expressing them true selves because, you know, you say the wrong thing, now cancer culture is on you, which is really, again, social media in terms of just like, you know, you say the wrong thing, now, now you know, you got five million people on your head talking about you're canceled because you maybe, you know, said something the wrong way. And it's like, not everything is the wrong way, but certain people just can't handle the truth so he's he's speaking to that and saying like listen like y'all not going to cancel me for speaking my truth i'm not afraid i'm not scared to say what i need to say you know to push my voice to push my art to where it needs to go you know what i'm saying like but the rest of y'all artists y'all scared as hell i'm not trying to be like y'all but y'all need to y'all need to step it up and you know it's true like not everybody could be you know, a, a, a Kendrick or a Kanye that's able to, you know, speak their voice and, and really not give a damn about what the world thinks of them. You know what I'm saying? Like, there are only a select few. Like, you don't hear Drake speak on polit- uh, political things. You don't hear Drake speak on a lot of things because, you know, Drake has to keep his image of being that that guy that has music and and that spans across the, the world and have that positive that positive certified lover boy image <laughs> that you know he's good at maintaining but you know even like a LeBron James who has again like a flawless record you know what I'm saying he's you know he's able to speak his voice you know what I'm saying and, and proudly say what he believes in and who he's who he's voting for and who he um you know who he's supporting and stuff like that. Um, so, um, you know, Kendrick is, is on that path. Like, yo, like, I, I, I need to get on board with this, man, because it ain't going to be me. It ain't going to just be me either. You know what I'm saying? So I respect that as well. Um, but yeah, like I said, Kendrick Kendrick is, he's a he's a, he's a one, of, one of a kind type of guy. Like, you know, to me, he's like the Nas of this generation. When Nas, when, Nas, when Nas came out, you know what I'm saying, if you even go back to his old records, like, a lot of his records was very deep, very, very multi-layered, you know what I'm saying, the wordplay was on a thousand, like, you know what I'm saying, words just took a, a, a different meaning when he, when he, when he spit him out on the booth, and it's like, you know, I even go back to listening to Nas, obviously, you know what I'm saying, I, I was born in the 90s, but I didn't grow up in the 90s, but... I still can't understand what half the stuff Nas be saying, and that's what I feel about Kendrick now sometimes. Even though I feel like this album was a very straight listen, for the most part, if you still go back to listen to Pimp a Butterfly, if you still listen and go 
to damn a little bit. Um, you know, those albums are very um the dexterity of his wordplay is like really really deep like you really have to sit there and like play the song like 10 times in a row to really try to understand what he means word for word might even have to go on google and really search what he's saying like look at the lyrics because kendrick kendrick's extensive library of like how to how to put certain words in a in a in a, in a bar is very is very amazing honestly like you just you pay attention to that you know what I'm saying? Um, you look forward to that too if you're that type of rapper. Like I like lyrics, I like bars. You know what I'm saying? But I like, I like, I like deep rap. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes I don't like face value rap. Like I like, I like a rap where I can just sit there and say, all right, let me, let me replay that back. So Kendrick gives you that. You know what I'm saying? And um, yeah, I think overall it was a great album. I wouldn't say it was um his best. I still think Pimple Butterfly is my favorite. Um, Good Kid, I think it's still a great album. I do think Damn's a, a great album, but to me, it's like on like, um, it's like a Kanye graduation level where it's like it's very good, but it's not great. Um, but I think this album was very good. I personally was, mm, it's in my top two or three. Pimple Butterfly being number one, it might be my second favorite or my third, but it's definitely up there for sure. Um, but overall, yeah, I think it was a good album. I think I think you guys should definitely listen to it if you haven't, um, for sure. Um, but yeah, that's, you know, coming to wrap this episode up. Um, we have, as a society, definitely have to do better and be more in tune with our human emotions and, and empathy in terms of, you know, feeling for people in these incidents and in these environments. And, uh, you know, I, we got we got to stop always looking to record and, and, and everything and really give these people help. You know what I'm saying? Because if we were in that same situation, I know we want people to act a certain way. And, uh, yeah, we just got to do better, man. We got to do better. And hopefully these incidents don't, you know, keep occurring like they have. But, again, you never know. You know, that's the unfortunate thing. So, you know, stay blessed, stay positive, um, stay safe, you know. Stay safe and always look out for others and yourself as well. Um, like I said, this is Jalen Harris, Perspectives of a Cancer. Peace out.